Welcome to the family with our special guest. You want me to do the intro? You do the intro. Angelo Zarukas. Yay! <laughs> Tom, I think you're an amazing radio host, personality, celebrity since Marconi. There's been nobody better than you, Tom, and I love your show, and I love you. You're handsome, you're brilliant. Okay, my turn now. <laughs> you, need, you, you need some new glasses, first of all. <laughs> Get that going. Okay. I love you, man. I love coming okay, on Donald the show. Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, in any case, Angelo's here. Also, Brian Gallagher from House of Comedy. JB. Andy Rampernard. And Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. These guys are nice enough to stay for another segment. I, it'll be wonderful. We'll be right back. We'll be talking about don't be gay in U- Uganda. That's all we're saying. You're brilliant, Tom. You're brilliant. brilliant. You know, that's a hell of a shirt. Did you, get, did you get that paid? Do some stand-up for that T-shirt? <laughs> that was an off-the-cup. That, that's a different story. You know? We'll be right back. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Who's doing low blow comedy? Low blow comedy is out here. Where was it? Low blow comedy, yeah. Dwayne Perkins, James Adnian. I don't even know where the hell this place is. James Adomian? James Adomian. Oh, he's a great. You know James? No. Oh, my God. He's a very talented guy. Yeah, Naomi, James Adomian, Dwayne Perkins, Audrey Stewart, Laura Bites, Jesus Trio. I know Jesus Trio. Craig Philip Conant. Black Driscoll, where is it though? Yeah, where is it? Oh, no, Hellside Avenue, LA, of course. What's in LA? 
James Adomian does one of the greatest Jesse Ventura impressions <laughs> on earth. He really accentuates uh, Jesse's speech patterns. Yes, he does. He absolutely does exaggerate it just a little bit. Yeah, it's hilarious. We, we all know Jesse likes the word documents. Documents. There's some documents. <laughs> Uh, yes, Africa is known for... Now, this is not just Uganda, but Africa is known for having some of the most rigid laws against homosexuality in the world. But let's not forget that America sucks. Uh, with Uganda now vying for one of the top spots on that front, Reuters reports a bill is in the works that, that uh, would restructure or resurrect, excuse me, a long dormant one with a dire punishment for gay sex, the death penalty. It's pretty so, dire. That's pretty dire. Uh, you're having sex? Sorry, you're going to have to die. Gay sex is already punishable by uh, there by life imprisonment. Homosexual. Here's what I like about that, and that was a point that was made. Oh God, 1955, 56, 57, something like that. There was a comedian back then, kind of changed comedy forever. Ended up dying of a heroin overdose. First name was Lenny. You might know who I'm talking about. Mm, yeah. Lenny Bruce. He said, "Okay, let me get this straight. So you were arrested on the streets of New York." You were arrested because you were a gay man. You went to court, and you were sentenced to prison. So they locked you up with men. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen? <laughs> You're locked up with no women, only men. Yeah. Great punishment. Yeah. That's going to be terrible. Like, Jesus, what are you thinking? But what's this? It doesn't count if it's in prison? Yes. I, <laughs> I remember in Oz? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, count right. if it's in prison. It doesn't count if it's in prison. That's exactly right. <clears throat> well... Yeah, we haven't had Kitty on in a while. We have Kitty Bruce, Lenny Bruce's daughter, on once in a while. But ha- haven't nice we progressed person. from all this? I mean, isn't uh, it funny? We thought. We thought, but it still exists, which tells you, are we isolated, Tom? Like, I mean, in, uh, in America and, and the Western world, are we just isolated with our own ideals? Because these parts of the world, I, we, I, we just saw something in Iran. You, it's okay to marry your, your one of your kids. One of your kids, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I mean, it's it's funny how I also feel like we're isolated in a sense. I that agree, we, we are. We are because yeah. we think, well, this is the way it should be, and then you go to these other places, and it's like, no, kill the gay people. You know, who's gonna <laughs> know. like what? Think about it, man. You, I know. Why would you do that? I don't know what the deal is, but it look. All I know is I spend most of my time in the United States and Canada. That's where I go. Right. You know, once in a while to Western Europe, I go there once in a while. Went to Cuba. That was fun. That's sure. a great place. Oh, yeah. Cuba was great. Did you light a nice cigar? Oh, yeah. I gave a Good lot Cuba. of them away, though. Good stuff. And I brought them back. Nice people. Yeah, Nicest did, people in the I damn world. one. Yes, you did. No, I did the not. The hell you didn't. I did not. I can retrieve them. I'll give you one. Because <laughs> I even sent a text to Catherine and said, Tell Tom, cigar, please. Oh, so she never mentioned that to me. <laughs> yeah, Trump started all that crap with Cuba again because he wanted to make Marco Rubio. I know. So for I what? Know. They're nice people. They're not Cubans a are really nice people. Really nice people. They are. They just want to say hello to you, too. Yeah. Very attractive people. The men and the women are very attractive people. They make you <laughs> sick how good looking they are. <laughs> it's true. You're the right. The dudes and the gals are hot. Did you go to the Tropicana? The I old, did. I did. Oh, I've been there. It's amazing. The outfits are like 1935. It's hilarious. They got these palm tree hats on. And stuff. <laughs> well, didn't most of Vegas get based on yeah, uh, the Tropicana yeah, and all that stuff in, uh, in, in Cuba? Yes, it did. But happy. Like, they're, they're very happy people. Happy people. They don't have like all the stuff that we have, and they seem happier. They There was a guy I was talking Catherine and I were talking to this guy. <laughs> And we asked him, is it true that you make $20 a month? 
And he goes, yeah, that's the, pretty much the average income and for, for Cubans in Cuba would be $20 a month, but I'm very, very lucky. And I said, why are you lucky? He goes, because the president has allowed me to get another job. So he was happy that he has to work two They've jobs. allowed him to have they another have job. allowed him to have a job. And we have like, all-time woo. unemployment is the lowest ever in United States history. And now, they're, now companies are looking for people to get work. Yep. And yeah, nobody wants exactly a job it. now. No, they do not. No, they do not. Nobody wants to work. No, no, they sure don't. You know another thing that I've noticed, and, and I don't know, and Mandy, you're 32, so you're a little bit too old for this, but I've noticed people in their 20s now. It just happened to me on the way back from the men's room. I was walking down the hall, and there was a young woman uh, walking toward me. And she was probably about 25. And as she got close enough to make eye contact, she started looking at her phone so she yep. wouldn't have to look at right. me. Right. Yeah, that's... Uh, what is that? Oh, yeah, it's so stupid. It's... You don't have to deal with people. Yeah. What? You know, what? Even, even to say hello. Well, you better ask your phone to save your ass then if somebody comes after you because I ain't doing it. <laughs> but you know what, Tom? It's not just the young people. It's the older people. They, they're starting to do it now, uh, too. I was right. at a cigar lounge yesterday in Minneapolis, and I'm, I'm a chatter, right? That's mm-hmm. why I like being. What cigar I'll lounge talk you to the cigar to? lounge, you talk, and everybody's on their devices. I know. And I was trying yeah. to talk to somebody about something. He goes, yeah, yeah. He just kind of like sort of passively agreed with me and went back to his phone. And I sat there. I don't and, get that. I don't get it. And it was really funny how... To me, going there is a social mm-hmm. uh, structure to talk to people. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody just isolated. So, yes, it, it is the younger generation, but I got to admit, the older generation, I think, is just as bad now. Yeah, they don't want to talk. I, I've brought this up several times, but I got <laughs> yelled at a few weeks ago by a woman because I held the door for her. Really? Yeah, she yelled at me. I said, I hold the door for everybody. It's not that you're a woman. Or, you know, she... Good answer. Well, it was true, though. I hope the door for everybody. Mm -hmm. I just do. Wouldn't it have been easier for her just to say, thank you? Yeah, thanks. That was good. (laughs) Well, you know, know, it's funny you say that. I was in Toronto two weeks ago in front of a Greek restaurant. Toronto. Toronto's a great city. And the sidewalk was narrow because they have uh, tables. So I was talking, like I was talking to my friend, and then these, uh, these people came walking by, and I go, oh, I go, excuse me. I go, oh, I said, I said like this, and can't. I go, sorry, hon. Mm-hmm. I said, sorry, hon. I went to the move, and she goes, I'm not your hun. No. Oh, God. I'm not your hun. And I said, oh, I, I just said it's very... So my, this other woman's standing there, and she goes, you know, you're making the assumption, hun, that you know her or had a relationship with her. Oh, I, and I said, God. I said, you're right. You're right. That was rude of me. I said, I know. What should I say next time? I know what I'll say next time. Sorry, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and this way we know there's no relationship. Yeah, we've never been together. And she looked at me like I go, because saying sorry, hun, was inappropriate. So sorry, saying sorry, fucking bitch is better. And she goes, well, that's not right either. I said, so what's the right response? And what is? What is? There's no, I mean, there you, isn't. There's no malice intended in it. Because I, t- I tend to call, because I have my whole life, I tend to call women dear. I go, deer, yes, yes yeah. deer. You know, I, I'm not your deer. It doesn't mean that I hold you dear to my heart. It's, it's, you know, it's I've been a, doing this as a little kid. Yeah, right. it's just a term of endearment. Yeah, it's just, you know, be, I call everybody sweetie. That's sweetie, my yeah, sweetie. Sweetie. Yeah. That's very Midwest. Yes, that's very yeah, sweetie. That's very Southern too. Yeah. Southern, so sweetie and hun are very popular down south. You know, I was just thinking about something too that I got to tell Angela. Minneapolis-St. Paul is the only metropolitan area in the United States where I could call somebody from Toronto a goddamn Southerner. 
Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> because it's lower. Because it is soft. From oh, Toronto. Yeah. That's yeah. so yeah. funny. It People are looking at us. <laughs> Goddamn Souther. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny about that? I was, I was saying to my wife, yes, dear, from the bush. Uh-huh. I call her yes, dear, from the bush. From and the it took bush. her a couple of times to figure it out. <laughs> she said, why do you keep saying that? You know, deer, like, mm-hmm. in the wild? Yep. And she goes... Oh, you mean like in the bush? I go, I kept saying that to you. <laughs> it's D-E-E-R. D-E-E-R. Yes, dear, from the bush. But she she likes, I mean, that you need, that. I I think we've lost our comedy. We've lost our humor. We mm-hmm. have. We have. Like my wife will say, do you miss me? I go, I do. I got an escort that looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> but the conversation's not the same. Does that make it feel fun. better? And her friend says, how do you put up with this shit? I go, well, she was I married a man who tells jokes for a living. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, what did you expect them to talk about? You know, so she, she's cool. That's why we've been together nine years. Yeah. Because she, she gets it. Mm-hmm. Well, that you got to have somebody who gets it, otherwise it's never going to work. Right. But all these people never. on these uh, Tinder and stuff, they always say, I want to be with someone who has sense of humor and loves hot air ballooning and white water out. <laughs> no, When's the last time you went air. fucking hot air ballooning? <laughs> <laughs> What's, has anybody in this room gone hot air ballooning? Because I haven't. in my life. No. no, they, no. They, has they anybody? Want some, they want somebody who can get their sense of humor. Which most people oh, is sense, what it is? sense of humor is god awful. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. That's very <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. That it, well, I, we just brought this up. As a matter of fact, I, I brought it up on Tuesday morning, uh, maybe Wednesday morning it was. We watched. My wife and I don't watch a lot of television, but whenever the new season starts, we like to see the new comedies. You know, we like watching comedies like you know, Big Bang Theory was wonderful. Young right. Sheldon, we still like. You know, they're they're the sitcoms out there that we like. But all the new ones, we watch the new ones, and there are really, really talented people on them. Yeah, Billy Gardell's in one. Yeah, Bob Hart's Abishola. Right, he's in one, and you got uh, Walton Goggin. Uh, oh, Unicorn. Yeah, Unicorn. You're a big CBS fan. I get it. Well, CBS got all the new. Yeah, they have all the best shows. Because now Patricia Heaton's in one on CBS. Yeah, too, right? Carol something. Uh, Carol's next. Is it Carol's adventure? Next Adventure or Carol's Next Job or some damn thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carol. Or Carol's New Life or something like that. The shows are not funny. No. Have you watched them? I've tried. Yeah, to. I mean, no, you know what? Honestly, I've never sat down to watch an episode because the commercials for them are so bad. It's like, I am bad. not interested but they, in But that. you're right, though. They're talented people. Yeah. They're really talented On their people. previous shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patricia Heaton is one of my favorite of all time. She's great. She, honest to God, is just a terrific. And Billy Gardell, wonderful. Walton God. These are all people that I talked to on the show a lot yeah. over the years. Walton's awesome. He's a great guy. But He's awesome. What a talent. But they've PC'd the crap out of him. Yes, that's exactly what the problem is. That's happened. The humor's all gone. You know, that's why I tend to lean more towards the streaming, the Netflix and the Hulu and I the Amazons, because they kind of take those handcuffs off the creators a little bit and let you just be... It's it's refreshing because Billy's hilarious. I'm good Billy's friends with Billy. Phenomenal. I love Billy. Gardell. Billy Gardell is a super guy and he's very funny. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, and you can see even Mike and Molly with Melissa McCarthy. I mean, they got they hit a jackpot on that one. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you can see in this one, it's good. It's it, I like the premise of it because Gina <coughs> Yashir is one of the writers on the right, show, and I've worked right. with Gina. And the whole idea of a Nigerian single mom in Detroit, sock salesman. It sounds good, but I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it's missing an element of political. It's that they're scared to go to places where people are like, "Why don't you go there?" 
Right. Yeah, like, I mean, just go. Just it's a comedy. Go. It is a comedy. Can we laugh? Well, that would be nice. Right. I mean, comedy used to used to be so. Well, I, I think it all started with that. They should have never brought back Murphy Brown. That was a huge mistake. Yeah. What the? Oh, God. Well, you can thank Roseanne for that one. Yeah. Because her show went so successful that the other networks panicked and said, right. we got to bring these yeah, shows that's back. Yeah, that's true. That's yep. true. And then Until Roseanne. she screwed it up. Yeah, it's true. But the, And I always liked, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Candace Bergen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always liked her, but yeah. that show was dreadfully bad. Yeah, like, I mean, the the pill, what was the pillow on the couch again? It, it said something on the pillow and it was really obnoxious. Something home? Something. Uh, some, I don't know what the hell it was, but, Murphy but we tried to watch these shows and... It, and I really, really like the people. That's right. the whole problem. Yeah. But it's like, I can't watch. They're, they're, it's not funny. Right. So I don't know what to do about that. Maybe they'll get better. You think they'll get better? No. No. <laughs> well, that's great. Dude. No. No. No, they're not. Not anytime soon. Not until, not until the uh, people of a certain age demographic get a little bit older and a little less sensitive to things. Yeah, probably. True. Kind of get over themselves a right. little bit. Yeah, everybody is sensitive right now, It's man. ridiculous. But having watched Chappelle and Bill Burr's last special, oh, I'm Bill happy Burr's to say right. they put up, Chappelle and Bill Burr put it up the middle. Yes, yes they it was getting yeah. Not left, not right, right, not black, not white. Just right. fucking funny. Yeah. And it was, I'm really happy about that because as a comedian, Chappelle talks about Kevin Hart and Louis C.K. and all those guys. Not that he was defending them, just saying, look, man, these are just words. We're comedians. Yeah. Let's just start talking about what's funny again yeah that would be great i couldn't agree with that more look i mean dave Chappelle, i'll never forget because of the blind white supremacist is the greatest one of the best skits i've ever seen of in my life time. yeah and then also when a black man wins the lottery he goes buys an entire semi yeah. full of cool cigarettes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, <baby>. yeah. <laughs> no that's funny yeah you know, but you can't do that anymore. No, oh, are no. you trying to say black people only smoke menthol cigarettes? I did not realize they don't sell menthol cigarettes anymore. Other In than the cities, the, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it because of little kids or something? No, I think it has something to do with the idea that menthols are more addictive somehow than oh, regular they are? cigarettes. I don't think they were. That. They were more addic- supposedly more addictive and more harmful. Yeah. And more harmful? Yeah. Well, yeah, they said... They, no wonder my well, voice is so screwed up. Yeah. Well, there's, like, uh, rumors going around. If you smoke menthol cigarettes, it, like, crystallizes your capillaries in your lungs or something well, like that. That wouldn't be good. Yeah. Let me try to breathe. I guess so, I'm okay. I remember people are like, oh, if you smoke Newports, you have to throw them on the dash of your car, because if you were ever in a car accident, they can't do CPR on your chest. Oh, it would, God. You know, things of that nature. So that's why people think that they're <sighs> really? soft. Really? Dial it back. Yeah, I know. It's weird. We'll take a break. Be right back. Can you do one more segment? Sure. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? 
If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Play this maniac. No, this is Rebel Yell. Yeah, oh, man. it's Rebel Yell. I thought, he's a maniac, maniac. I saw Billy Idol live, and he still has it. Did you really? Love yeah. Billy Idol. When did you yeah, see him? I like Billy Idol. Oh, God, it was a couple months ago. Really? Like three months ago, I think, at Treasure Island. Really? Oh, I yeah. thought it was on one of your cruises you were on. <laughs> no. Your wrestler cruises. I, yeah, that's coming up in January. I wish Less I could go Are you going on that? No, I can't this year. Oh, man, we um, have so much to talk year. about later. I went, I went on the first Jericho <laughs> cruise, and it was phenomenal. I... We'll have to talk about it later because yeah. I'm going to get really jealous and you kick up all the time on the air. You talk about it now. I'd love to hear this. And look, I, in being the age that I am at, and we won't talk about what that number is, it is hard to find people who are legitimate wrestling fans mm-hmm. who aren't Oh, is 12. it really? They don't like it anymore? No, I mean, most people no, grow out of it. That's know? not true. Most it, people. It's, it's, it's back on TV more than ever now. Well. The w, WWE has... Three shows on TV. Right, but only one of them is good. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> but only one of them is good. AEW has <clears throat> promise. Right, that I was going to bring and, up that one. And, and, and Jericho's with is that one. Unproven. Yeah, Jericho's with it's that a- one. AWL or something? AEW. AEW. And that's, A-E-W? that's who's yeah. running the cruise. It's Chris yeah, Jericho. Yeah, it's his own thing. Yeah, and it's really cool because they put a wrestling <clears throat> ring on a cruise ship. Yeah. And they actually... Do on a cruise ship? That's funny. Yeah, so he he has his band Fozzie, so he'll he'll perform, and then he has some other bands that perform. But then and then they have the wrestling ring, and they do real matches right there on the yeah. on the deck of the ship, and it's phenomenal. And my my <laughs> two boys are going with Dave this year in January. Oh, they are going or next okay. year. Yeah, my, that'll be good. My oldest boy is a huge wrestling fan, and he walks around the house having conversations. As Hulk Hogan and Randy Macho Man Savage. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's highly entertaining. Oh, yeah. I gotta start secretly recording them. <laughs> Ryan, you and I are gonna have to go to lunch someday, man, because I used to lift weights with all those guys. Did you really? really? Back I, in the day. Yeah, I'm we, buying, dude. You tell me the stories. Oh, I'll, God, I'll it buy. was unbelievable. I would. It. It was. I'm at a. There's a documentary the guys made in Canada. I, I can't remember the name of it. He interviewed all those guys, the oh. wrestlers, and I'm trying to remember the crap. What the hell? There's hell's so it? many. There's Dark there's Side of the Ring. There's a bunch of them now, and because uh, I'm a big wrestling fan too. Oh, you are too. Yeah, Dave. I, I used to. I hung out with Dave Batista a few times. Did you really? Yeah, and he, oh, he came man. to the shows in Florida, but he's a big movie we star just, now. Yeah. yeah, we just had him yeah. on the morning shows. Really? Yeah, good guy. He did Stuber and all that. Yeah, yeah. 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 guy's a right. beast. Yeah. You know, he's half Greek. 
Oh, here we go. It's Bob's Greek. He's an odd-looking guy with because I like Batista. Like I like Batista. him as Drax in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He like looks cool there, but yeah. like with him with no makeup on or no nothing oh, like yeah. that, he's a very odd-looking man. Yeah, big man. Yeah, he just. He doesn't look human. <laughs> that guy's a specimen. No, they are a specimen. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. one thing I will tell you, Brian, is that there are two guys left alive. The rest yeah. of them are all dead. Yep. And that's the sad thing about it because, yep. I mean, it, well, Hawk and I were best of friends, and he really? died at 42. Yeah. Damn. God, I tell you, there's one guy. <laughs> we were at a bar one night. And I will never understand what this other guy was thinking. The other guy's a big guy, but right. he was not road warrior big guy. Right, you know? right. In, comes by and insults Hawk's wife. Oh. Why you would say that, I don't know. And I didn't hear him do it, but I did hear the little bit of a, a, a brouhaha, as Johnny Carson used to say. <laughs> I turn around, and Hawk's got the guy up off his feet against the wall, and he goes, what are you doing? He goes, what are you talking about? I didn't know I didn't know she was really to Yeah, well, she is. She's my wife. So now you're going to have to pay the price. Uh-huh. And he goes, what do you mean? What do you mean? He goes, I'm a pile driver. Here's what we're going to do. If you piss your pants, I won't kill you. And the guy pissed his pants. <laughs> really? I will never forget that as long That's as That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to mess with, no, with the Hawks. No, no. And Animal, all those guys. All, you know, it was a lot of NFL linemen and and uh, wrestlers. Yeah. And it was so much fun, man. Sure. You laughed. Oh, my God, did you laugh at that thing. Yeah. Those guys are beasts. Oh, they are beasts. But in general, 99% of them are really good guys. Nice guys. Oh, yeah. They really are good, yeah. good people. But a lot of them had their demons. A lot of demons. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Lots. <laughs> yeah. Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Benoit. Guy that murdered thing. his family and then himself, all the yeah. roids, right? But not all of his yeah. family, because his son, uh, whose name escapes me right now, is trying to get signed with uh, either New Japan or the new AEW. Oh, he is. Re- oh, he is. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he's 21, I think, 22. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Lifting weights with those guys was, it was a, a ball. I laughed. I had a great time. Sure. Uh, but when you did comparison, you were like, I have got a small wiener. Holy shit! But they'd start roiding up, and yeah. I mean, everything shrinks. The incredible strength that those yeah. guys have. Yeah. Well, you imagine picking up guys that yeah. big over your head. Yeah. You're picking up a guy who weighs 270 pounds over your head for Christ's yeah. sake. And I know there's leverage and all the rest of it, but still, I wouldn't try it at home if I were. Yeah, you. I'm not trying to catch a 300 pound man flying <laughs> through the not air. A good plan. Yeah, it's choreographed, but holy shit, you so still have to do it. Wrestling was pretty big in the Carolinas, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was weird there because when I was a kid, uh, when we first moved to South Carolina, my mom had left my biological father. Um, we were living in Germany, and she left for South Carolina. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Because she thought, no, no. So the things that I wasn't allowed to do at home, I was always allowed to do at my friend Kevin's house. Oh, yeah. Because Kevin's parents were. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. They they understood that boys are going to be boys and they're going to do boy stuff and listen to boy things. And the more you try to prevent them from doing it, the more they're going to do it. So I got to watch wrestling and listen to hip hop and watch watch rated R movies at at Kevin's house. So, yeah, I I fell in love with wrestling. Did you ever ask your mother, it's like, Mom, so. 
You dislike Dad so much, you not only left him, but you left the continent? <laughs> yeah, well, he was in the Air Force. He was in the Air Force, and, uh, yeah, it, it was just, it was time to go. He was uh, he was yeah. not a pleasant man. Oh, no. No, no. Especially not to when you he, either. No. Especially, especially when he, yeah. boxing match for you? Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. that. I know that road. Down the yeah. jabroni road. Exactly. Jabronis, all the jabronis <laughs> out he, there. He was laying the smackdown before the smackdown was a thing. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jabroni road. <laughs> My dad was a little guy, though. Your dad yeah. probably wasn't a little guy. No, he was 6'3". Yeah, he was a big boy. And you it didn't to, take much to, <laughs> to, piss to him off. push him in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. I talked once in a while. I was a kid in our neighborhood. There were actually like three kids in the family. And when dad got pissed off and wasn't enough to beat the shit out of him, he had to take him out in the middle of the street so everybody could watch him. Beat him so he could humiliate the kid on top of it. Yeah, he was big into that. Wow. Like, oh, That's man. crazy. I really got the stupid... You want to hear a stupid text? Yes, I, I would love guys? to hear a stupid text. <laughs> stupid text. people are. I was just in Toronto <clears throat> doing shows last week. Hey, heard you were in Toronto uh, doing shows. If you're up for a drink sometime, send me a text. Uh, I'd be happy to come and see you uh, wherever you are. I said, oh, uh, uh, hey, I was there for a day left. We'll let you know next time I'm back. Great, but I'm still going to go out for drinks anyway. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't care. Like, what? I, I said, if you're you. in Toronto, yeah. let me know. Well, I'm still going up for drinks. Like, no big deal that you were here. You text me. Yeah, yeah. And you said, when are you in Toronto? Well, I was there last week, and I'm in Minneapolis. Oh, well, you know, next time you're here, let me know. So, okay, well, next time I'll let you know. Well, I'm going to go for drinks anyway. <laughs> what? I think what, what does that mean? I think what you're dealing with there is an alcoholic who is using your presence in Toronto Ooh, to, validate to validate going to get drinks. That's a good guess. <laughs> Stupid. That's I a mean, good guess. I hate this. When you call someone and they text you back, it drives me I crazy. I hate mm-hmm. that so much, yeah. I can't even tell yeah. you. They text My you daughter back. does that to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I call her and then she texts me You back. hear that, daughter? Knock yeah. it off. Yeah, knock it off. <laughs> knock it off. Well, yeah. like, there's times where I have to do that, but I'll say in the text, I can't take calls right That's now. That's different. Right. You I'll know, call you whatever. back in. But, yeah, there's times I call the kids. They won't answer their phone, but they'll immediately send <clears> me a text But you have, like, 13 back. kids. What do you so want? I mean, <laughs> or what's up? She does well, have 13. Yeah. 11. 11. That's understandable. I can say, like, I'm in a movie or I'm in a meeting. I'll call you back. That's okay. Right. Yeah. But I hate yeah. when they, three days later, hey, Tom, it's Ange. I'm going to go have drinks anyway. LOL. What's with the LOL? <laughs> LOL. Oh, yeah. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Everything's LOL. LOL. Or the one that Fuck gets off. One that gets, <laughs> one that gets me and my son's the same age as Tom's daughter. He'll call me and I'll be in another room running to get my phone. Didn't make it. And we'll call him immediately back. And doesn't, doesn't answer. answer. And he won't answer. That's, That's Alex. Uh, That's Alex. It's like, yeah. you, you called right me. Back, you, missed moment, yeah. you missed the <laughs> Sorry, moment, man. You missed the moment. Sorry, you're out. You're out of the mix. That's just so true, it is. isn't it? It's so like. Yeah. That's I know. annoying. I know how drinks anyway. LOL. I don't understand. Give a shit. The only thing that I do, which I should stop doing because it's kind of prickish. As I correct their spelling and text back, oh, I love that. <laughs> that no one can spell That's anymore. That's prickish. No, it's, it's true. Oh my god, the spelling yeah. is just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Even with autocorrect. Even with yeah. autocorrect, doesn't matter. I think autocorrect's given up. It's like you know what? I can't help you people anymore. Well, I think they gave up on autocorrect because that one autocorrect, nobody will ever top that. This actually did happen to a guy. A guy runs into a friend of his, hadn't seen him in a long time. You talk about, hey, what you been up to? And uh, you still married to <laughs> Betsy or whatever, you know, whatever her name is, right? So 
they go their separate ways. <laughs> and the guy texts his buddy and says, man, great to see you again. Uh, and do me a favor, kiss your wife for me, right? So he gets this, like, harsh text back. He goes, what are you talking about? Autocorrect changed it to kill your wife for me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. That's kill your wife for me. <laughs> kill your wife for me. Oh, apparently you're not a fan. That's I, it's autocorrect. I want to run away with you. Please kill your yeah. wife for me. <laughs> Please kill your wife for me. <laughs> oh, God. Now, I don't know that whole. Yeah, I don't understand that either. It's like. You have to understand how important I am because I asked you want to have drinks and you, you, you said no, so I don't need you. Right. Yeah, like it's like, oh, I'm, gonna have, I'm having drinks anyway. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said I will let you know next time I'm in town. Like, be nice. I'm having drinks anyway. I don't need your validation. Okay, well, I didn't ask you for validation. Good for you. I'm happy you're going to have drinks. I could care less. Try to limit it to six today, please. Glug, glug. Uh, yeah, exactly. That ain't going to happen. No, 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 no. no, yeah. no. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just... People do get mad at me because I, I criticize. Correct their, you correct their grammar. I do. I think that's hilarious. It's terrible. They really get pissed off. Yeah, people don't like that. They don't they like do that not at all. Like that at all. Which just encourages me to do it more. Yeah, exactly. That's actually. I think it's great. <laughs> what did right you do to a you, homeless guy carrying a sign? Oh yeah. That was <laughs> I pull, you know, I just up being a smart ass, whatever. So I pull up and a guy holds up a sign. <laughs> things aren't going too good so I wait for the light to change I roll my window down and he leans in and I go it's well take a joke correcting right the homeless correcting the homeless <laughs> it's well it's, it's, not going well. Good. it's not going well. It's not going right. well. So you, you're going <laughs> to get your, get your grammar proper. You know, that you put it that way, it does seem rather prickish. That prickish. That, 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 it really is. Yeah, I know, but it's funny. <laughs> things aren't well, going things you got to laugh about sometimes, right? Yeah. You have to. I mean, uh, maybe he doesn't, <laughs> but I do. Right. You well, know, you know Ruben Paul? You know oh, Ruben yeah, Paul? I love yeah. Ruben Paul. I, we have this ongoing thing with Ruben where, you know, when I see you, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. We don't like each other, right? And one time I wanted to write him back. He goes, wait till I see you, I'm going to smash your face up. I go, oh, yeah. So when I see you, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> but then spell check on it. And it went out, I'm going to lick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> And then he sent me back. He goes, do we get drinks first? How does this work? <laughs> so that happened with Ruben. And I fucking, I said, fuck. Well, all the times I try to be a tough guy. I'm going to lick your ass. I'm going to lick your ass. That's not very tough. Which means death in uh, Uganda if I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He get executed for doing it. I'd like to be executed because I'm fond of you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not hilarious. I love that guy. Ruben? Ruben. Great. Guy, he's great. Really yeah, he really is. You know, and, he, and we always make it like. I mean, we we, we always have. And it, it's funny. Some some comics. It's weird. Some comics do get along, mm-hmm. but I think because of the narcissism and you're not talking about right. yourself, they need the minions around them. Yeah. So there's few guys that you can hang out with. Like Tony Woods was uh, working with Louis C.K. in Winnipeg and had a layover. Mm-hmm. His flight got canceled because of Trump, and he had to stop over oh, last night in Minneapolis, and then he came by a house of comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny. I was with Tony last year in Australia, so it's weird where you'll end up, you know, and he's such a great guy. 
But it's funny about you with Ruben and there's certain guys you can hang out with and just be normal. Right. Mm-hmm. And other guys you can't because every time you talk to them, well, I crushed. I was I crushed. I hate that so much. I love I crushed. I crushed. <laughs> and everything they do, uh, how was lunch? Crushed lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how was Tom Bernardshaw? Crushed it. Crushed it. I crushed. Crushed it. Crushed. It's unbelievable. <laughs> every, everything's crushed. Every time you go to a festival, hey man, how was your set? Crushed. Crushed. <laughs> You know, I'm sponsored by Orange Crush. <laughs> this, is, this is not fair. That now it's in an hour and forty minutes, and that one went too fast. I went, I, we crushed. You crushed. That's crushed right. it. It's been an hour and forty minutes. I, yeah, we only got one segment left, but yeah, I, you guys got to go. I understand. We're gonna it's go now. Yeah, yes, I understand. <laughs> Thank going. you so much for spending all that time with us. Great to see you again. I it's had a couple fun of today. Years. It's been a couple of years, Tom. Thanks. Uh, always have fun coming here. Having a lot of fun. Wait, like... but don't be leaving town for two, three years. I know. It's like I, I, I got busy. You know, I was crushing. You were crushing. In other places. And you know, I'm happy to be back. It's, it's been, I always like coming back to Minneapolis. I do, actually. It's, nah, this, well, it's, it's like Canada. It's like Canada. I mean, it reminds me of home. It's going to potentially snow at any moment. We tell a story about down in uh, Palm Beach, Florida. I'm playing in a golf tournament and they said, we're going to put everybody with, you know, people that kind of like grew up in the same area or whatever so whatever. I said, oh yeah, that's great. I said, uh, this is Doug Dawson and Doug and I have become really good friends. He goes, you'll be with Doug Dawson. And I said, okay, great. So I said, Doug, where are you from? And he goes, Toronto. I said, so I said to the guy, I said, I thought you put people with you know, he goes, well yeah, you're both from Canada. I said, I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Minnesota. And he goes, yeah, but that's Canada, right? Like, no. No, it is Minnesota, that's from Canada. Yeah, it's from it's Canada. Might as well be. Well, it might as well be. No, well, you might as well give Minnesota amnesty. Yeah, that's exactly right. Have Trudeau over. He can have a black face. Yeah. It'd be great. He comes JB. What do you think? Think of this. If Saskatchewan was to separate, not Quebec, if Saskatchewan separated from Canada... And joined America. America will look like this on the map. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great map, America. Fuck you. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Finally <laughs> displaying our true feelings. <laughs> welcome to welcome to America. That would be fun. That would be funny. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, great Tom. You in. Thanks, Tom. We'll be and back crew. in a bit. They will not. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details.
<clears throat> we are back, ladies and gentlemen. With me clearing my throat, that would be really good. <clears throat> In any case, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thank you again to Angelo Tsarukas and Brian Gallagher from Rick Brown's House Comedy. Um, I, every time I see him, I love that guy. I just wanted to bring up this news story because I... As I was sitting here, I saw this news story that says Nancy Pelosi divert, is going to divert $2.4 billion out of Social Security to cover the cost of impeaching. See, this is what I'm saying. What are we doing? But see, as I dug deep. Ugh. I'm like, is this even true? Well, come it's to not. find out, it's not true. It's published by a liberal satire website. And the whole reason why they're doing it is to mislead Trump supporters and Republicans into start sharing made-up stories. <sighs> Why I don't see they've been doing that for a while now. They make stuff up and then you look at it like it's mm-hmm. true, so you look like an idiot. Yeah, and like that <clears> headline <throat> alone would infuriate so many people. But how oh, much yeah. how and much money is she diverting? I don't know because it, it's well, not free. Yeah, and it's like I don't know if it's come. I don't think they can take it out of social. Security. No, I don't no. think so. So, Although they do have access to those funds, they might be able to. I think they can access that <clears> if it was. A declaration of war. Yeah, maybe. You might be right about but that. But I don't think they can do that for impeachment proceedings. But Can you do it if someone texts you, lick my ass? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm going to kick your ass. Comes across, that I'm happens gonna lick to me all ass. the time. That's terrible. It just happened to me the other day. I was texting um, Ripley's mother, Dave's ex-wife, about Ripley's diabetic care. And we were trying to make adjustments in her, her insulin shots. Mm-hmm. And I was trying. So I, I typed... When Ripley takes a shot, but it ch- it changed it to shit. <laughs> so when Ripley takes a shit, <laughs> make sure you have toilet paper nearby. That would be oh really God, nice. And she sent me back a laughing emoji. Oh, I'm God, like, that, oh my! That God. is funny. Happens to me all the time. Elizabeth Warren's performance at a CNN town hall in Los Angeles on Thursday might be summed up in two words: Oh snap. During the event focused on LGBT issues, the Massachusetts senator was asked what she'd say to a supporter who, for religious reasons, believes marriage should be between one man and one woman. Well, I'm going to assume it's a guy who said that, Warren began, prompting laughs, and I'm going to say then just marry one woman. I'm cool with that. Laughter and applause mounting. Warren wasn't done. Assuming you could find one, she quipped. What does that mean? She brought down the house with the line of the night. What? That means that... He can't find a woman. Because he's too stupid or something? Something, yeah. <clears throat> okay, whatever. That's That should be fun. When you're trying that, Elizabeth, you should try to be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any case, laughter and applause mounting. Warren wasn't done. Assuming you can find one, she quipped. She brought down the house with a line of the night per business insider. The New York Times reports the exchange, later shared on Warren's Twitter feed, looks poised to become one of those viral moments that can serve as a magnet for online donations. Come on, man. Now, see, this whole story is about donations. Mm-hmm. This is all BS. It's not that funny. I mean, it's like, uh, it's okay. But to and, bring down and, the house, I don't think so. Joe Biden would have told that joke and said a woman, he'd be out of the race right now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing is so disgusting. I, I just, I don't know. Like I said, Tulsi Gabbard seems like she's a pretty interesting person. Uh, you know, she was, I think, I think it was the United States Marine Corps. I know she was in the service. I think she was a United States Marine. She's, you know, plus she's tough as hell. That's the other part. I like when those women just go, yeah, really? Well, screw you. Well, it goes back to my comment. When's the last time we were led by somebody who was actual military? Yeah, that is true. And when was it? 
Teddy Roosevelt? Uh, I think <laughs> Bush, guy. maybe. George Bush, he was in there. The, the first. The first. Yeah. Yeah, the first. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think you're right about that. Oh, my God, the Pentagon. We're sending jets and other air defense to the Saudis. Mm-mm. Jesus, what are we doing? Are the jets for the Saudis or for the Saudis? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't understand. You look around now, now there's this crap going on in the Middle East, and hopefully the Kurds will not get wiped out because of this. That would be really nice. But you, now you got air defense to the Saudis. You got in Uganda, a nation's law would bring death penalty for gay sex. Uh, it, it's just a lot of these kind of stories. It's more of, hey, look over here. It is, yeah. Look over here what my other hand's doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Jane, would you calm down? One of my proudest moments as a, as a radio guy is that I got a hug once from Jane Fonda. Stunningly she's, beautiful. She's woman. crazy though. She is she's completely insane. insane. Yeah, she really is. <clears throat> Greta Thunberg may be one of the youngest voices on climate change, but Jane Fonda aims to become one of the oldest. The 81-year-old actress has moved to D.C. for four months to take part in protests every Friday at the Capitol. There, she tells the Washington Post she hopes to get arrested each week by refusing three requests to disperse. Fonda says four months is all she could uh, wrangle from Netflix between seasons of her popular series, Grace and Frankie. I thought I thought it was in its final season. It is. Or yeah, are they so doing they one about? more? <clears throat> I know they're I thought it was in the it. final season. Hmm. Well, that, that young kid, boy, I can't believe that they threw her out there like that. Yeah. Um. And... and I know, her, whipped, I know. Whipped her up emotionally and threw her out there. I, I felt said, really she's sad. She's totally being manipulated yeah, right. by her sociopath no parents. No doubt about that. I oh. shouldn't have to be here. Then shut up and we'll go away. Exactly. Yeah. Head back to the racing yacht. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be good to well, go. it's because her parents are getting tons and tons of money from this. So. Oh, see, here's what. Don't, Jane, I think the world of you. Don't say things like this. Here's a quote from Jane Fonda. I'm going to take my body, which is kind of famous and popular right now. Oh, Jane. Oh, okay. Oh, Jane. What are you, don't, don't say those kids. Don't say like that. To say, say. I think she meant to say her likeness. Yeah, maybe her likeness. Maybe. Uh, she's, it's really famous and popular right now because of the television series. And I'm going to go to D.C. and I'm going to have a rally every Friday, Fonda says. It'll be called Fire Drill Friday, and we're going to engage in civil disobedience, and we're going to get arrested every Friday. As WUSA 9 notes, Fonda's no stranger to civil disobedience, copying to five arrests in the 70s. Yeah, I know. You know, i got to be honest with you. When I turn 81 and you know, in the future here, hopefully I will make it to 81. That'd be nice. I'm not going to be going to any protests. I'll be going, you know what? Uh, it's up to you now. Mm-hmm. This is all up to you. You're 20, 40, even 60. They're one, you know, 25, 50, or 75% younger than you are. Get out of the way, Jane. I think the world of you, you were very nice to me when we sat down face-to-face for an interview. You were unbelievable. You gave me a hug at the end of it. I think the world of you, but you need to shut up. You really do. Don't you think? Please don't say things like, my famous body. Like, oh, Jane. Although, oh, this picture I'm seeing, she I swear her and Catherine look like they could be sisters. They do. That is true. She and Catherine look a lot alike. Yeah. Yeah, we were in Canada once, I remember. Somebody thought she was Jane Fonda. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's Jane Fonda. She's with me. <laughs> yeah. 
it's bad enough that it's actually Catherine and she's with me, but, you know, uh, whatever works, right? I don't know. It all works out in the end. That's, that's all I'm saying. Appeals court turned Trump's finance records over to the House. They're, they're just, you're never going to stop with this, are you? And, and I, got a, I got a little tip off for you folks, <clears throat> just in case it might affect you one way or the other. They're never going to stop with Republicans from now on. You do know that, right? No matter who the Republican is that gets elected in the future, they're going to go after him all guns blazing, just like they're going after this guy because they're getting away with going after him like this, using our tax money, wasting our tax money, because he's not going to get impeached. Well, he hasn't no. done anything that you could get impeached for. Not that I could see, but apparently, oh, my God, it's the worst of all time. I mean, if, if you really think about it, then Jimmy Carter should have been impeached because he screwed up as pre- I mean, yeah. but he was a good guy. Yeah, and he's a nice he, guy. He didn't do any, I mean, these Oh, God, I have no words for these people anymore. I I have no words. I understand that you don't like Trump, fine, whatever. But that's the one thing that's great about this country. We can vote them out. That's how we change. We have transfer of power. That's how we change things. By impeaching them, it just looks childish. Well, going uh, back to a question you had in the first hour, is it fear? I'm really starting to believe it's fear. It is fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of what they've whipped up in their own heads, how the world's going to change if this person's president and all. It's like, so they're going to, you know, and it's on both sides. You know, Barack Obama gets elected. They're going to take our guns. They're going to do this. They're going to tax us to, Mm -hmm. to, you know, they get whipped up into these frenzies. And then. I don't know. And, and they're not really paying attention to the actual politics itself, the policies that they're putting through. Right. Now, like Obama, he wasn't that bad of a president, but I personally, and I've dealt with this, and millions of people have, he screwed up the health care system yeah, by put, enacting the Affordable Health Care Act. So that's something that you should go after a president for, not by what he says or past stuff or whatever. I don't know. I just think it's like they're looking for some. It's like looking for something that isn't there, and they're just making crap up. And I don't know. It's just taking away from what actually needs to be done. I don't know. It just serve all the people. That's I well, Democrat, Republican, well, whomever wins, whatever. I don't know who's going to win the presidency, but could you serve all your constituents? Well, and that you would think that a president, somebody who is in the executive office that has to serve everyone, you would think that they would be. Uh, no party affiliation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And because some people, they just vote down party lines. They're not even paying attention to what the candidate is even saying. There is no doubt about that. Well, as Nancy Pelosi said it herself, she held up a glass of water and said if this ran in AOC's district, this glass of water would win. Yeah, if she was a Democrat. If if it was a Democrat. Yeah, and I think that's so stupid. It is stupid. That's not smart. Yeah, you you got to pay closer and better attention than Mm -hmm. that. I think you're absolutely right about that. That is going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Another great week. Thank you to Angelo Tsaroukas. Mm-hmm. He is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight. Two shows tomorrow night, two shows, and a show on Sunday night as well. Brian Gallagher's a nice kid, too. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. As everything, we'll talk to you on Monday with the family.